in Jesus' name. And everybody shouting your loudest, Amen. Set on top of your enemies. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here. It's a privilege to be in a beautiful church like this. The prayer time was beautiful. The worship was fantastic. The administration was super, super fantastic. Amen. And I believe that God is going to crown us with His word. Somebody shout your loudest, Amen. So I am truly excited that I have the privilege of preaching to you. Amen. I don't take it for granted that you come Sunday after Sunday to hear the word of God through these lips of clay. I pray that God also anoint this lip, this years of clay, that by his preaching of the way, a hearing of the way, life will come into our lives. Amen. You have shouted your loudest, amen. Amen. So today I'm going to continue. I told you this month of January we are pushing on with the theme of the year. And what is the theme of the year? Seed time and harvest. Let us say seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. I didn't hear you. Seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. Amen. Amen. Now, it's a blessing to understand that, I mean, I'm so excited that a prophet chose this theme for us this year. Because this year, you are going to see things you never seen before in your life. Yeah. You are going to move to levels you never moved to in your life before. Yeah. Oh, I love the way you are showing me. Yeah. The louder you pray, man, the quicker your breakthrough will come. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. God is gracious. Amen. 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 And God is going to do many things in our lives. So let's look at Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 22. Genesis chapter 8, verse number 22. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Please, if you have a notebook or whatever, write down the scripture and then let's all see how it goes. Now, it's on the screen. Now, if you have your phone or Bible, you can look at it and let's read it together. Ready? Go. While the earth remains, see time. And and cold, and peace, and and summer, and and winter, and day, and night, shall not see. Can we read it for one one, one more time? While the earth remaineth, sea time, and harvest, and cold, and peace, and summer, and winter, and day, and night, shall not see. Amen. Amen. The Bible didn't say while the president of Nigeria is still His Excellency Buhari, seed time and harvest shall not cease. That your blessing is not linked to the current president. Your promotion, your blessing is not linked to the party in power. It it is linked to the word of God. And God is saying, as long as the earth remains, sea time shall be there, and happiness will also come. 
I see your seed time and your harvest as well. Shout your louder, amen. So I'm going to continue and uh, Kenya, I will see you for eight weeks. Where have you been? All your sins are forgiven. All right. Hendricks, try and be available more. Amen. Amen. So we've talked about a few things. Now let's look at Psalm 126. Psalm 126. The Bible says, the Bible tells us that they that go bearing or carrying precious seed. Verse 6. Psalm 126. Verse number 6, please. Alright. He that goeth forth weeping, weeping, weeping. You know, it's not, and it's so it can be painful. No, I told, I told you last week, no farmer is lazy. Real farmers are not lazy people. Do you know what I'm saying? If you are lazy, Many pastors will happen to you. I begin because of the preaching. If you are lazy, you will not do well. But farmers are not lazy people. It's only like in this part of the world, Africa and most parts of, of, of Africa, farmers are not helped. Real rich people in the world are farmers and those who in Jessala in the in, in, Industrial, industrialists. That is that they, 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 they farm and then they put value on the products. Say it again. again. You see, when you are a tomato farmer and you say, oh, nice to see you. And to good to see you too. Wow. Now listen, if you are a farmer and you work hard and you have a lot of harvests and you have so much of it that come. In some parts of the world, what they do is that they put value on the tomatoes because tomatoes doesn't take long and then it begins to rot. True or correct? Yeah, there are no tomatoes around the uh, Bodega markets. It looks nice because of a big bucket and look round and fresh. I know that the under was was rotten. They put the water tomatoes under and they decorate it with the beautiful, voluptuous, succulent ones. What a show. So when I saw it as a man, I also experienced it. I look very, very nice. I stopped my car, I bring it, and how much? It's a thousand, thousand, one thousand five hundred. I said, hey, very cheap, bring it home. Because when I saw the size of the bucket and I decided the price is so cheap. So they put it in the rubber, in the thing like that, nylon. Fast, fast, and I cried. When I went to him, I said, ah! When I took the fly, I the grinder, and I said, my Lord and my God. They all the under more than half of water. I said, this woman, I'm going to find her again. That's about when I got that Papa, nobody knows. I said, bye bye. You got me the glory. But anyway, I'm seeing that. The farmer who worked on the tomatoes worked very hard. So hard, but a few 
place, the tomatoes are getting rotten because we don't put value on the tomatoes. It's a part of the world. When tomatoes are produced, they sell what they can, where they can sell, and most of it, they take it to a factory and then turn it into tomato paste. They cut them, they bag them, they, 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 they make them last. So that the ketchup and all this type of so that that tomato that we see there has lasted. It can last for a long time. But because here we have no hard enough factories and no workers to work, I mean, not be, I mean factories and industries to produce and to turn that thing into a valuable something, farmers are poor. They work very hard, but the return is so low because they are not able to put value on the harvest. May God put value on the harvest in the name of Jesus. Amen. shout your lies, amen. amen. So the Bible says that, let's look at it. He that goeth forth, we pass, and we pay very precious seeds. You are carrying the seeds, and where are the seeds? Where are the seeds? As of seeds last week, they have served them away, you see? Bismarck, you swept away my where is Bismarck? Where is Bismarck? I can't see him. He swept away my seeds. He didn't allow my seeds to grow. What a shock. Now listen, seeds are precious. Bible says you are going weeping. Why? Why? Bible say weeping. That means that he is in pain and doing a lot of things. Working through the sun, through the rain, tilling the land, tending the soil, doing all that you can do so that that the, the seed can go into a good ground. Say amen. Amen. You turn with me. If the purpose of the farmer is to plant that precious, precious seed. Precious, it has to go into a good ground. So what can I do? Let me work on the field. Let me take out the weeds. Let me turn the soil. Let me ask for fertilizer after it goes to the ground. And over so that, I can have the maximum yield. Somebody shout it there. Yeah. Can your seeds bring down the maximum yield? Yeah. I didn't hear you even at all. Yeah. So what we say that, you see, the seed is precious. When the seed is precious to you, you don't throw it away. You don't give it to anybody else. The seed is valuable. Hallelujah. Yeah, so the Bible tells us, he said that the same person will doubtless come. You will return by all means. But how will you return? Bible says that shall doubtless come again with rejoicing. You are going to come back with rejoicing. Amen. Your sins are going to come back with rejoicing. Amen. And then you come back with rejoicing. Amen. Bringing his sheep, bringing his harvest with him. The farmer who went around weeping and sowing went around with precious seeds, planting them, costing them. Anytime you stand in front here and you take your envelope or your tithe and you are planting, you are sowing, you are planting your seed or you are already got in your tithe, what you are doing is it is not so easy because as you are holding your offering or your tithe, you are thinking about a certain need in your life. You don't pay your tithe because you have enough shoes and you don't need an extra shoe. You don't pay your tithe simply because you don't have anything to do with your money. You pay your tithe because it is your spiritual duty. Amen. I know why you didn't say amen. Amen. Everybody who stands in front to honor God with tithe 
the one thousand, ten thousand as an offering, you are doing it not because you don't have any need. But Bible says that it is a precious seed. Precious. And sometimes you are even crying as you are doing it. Because he is weeping. But you doubtless come back. Mm. One day when you are driving your car, somebody will be jealous. Tell him, don't be jealous when I start that with my man. Tell him, tell him, don't shake the person's shoulder and say, don't be jealous. When I don't, I can shake him until he falls down. Don't be jealous when I'm driving my car. Tell him, tell him. Amen. Those who don't so sit, I'm not saying it. I said, hold your division and shake him when I tell him, don't be jealous when I'm driving my car. What a shock. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. You darkness come back. You darkness return. Darkness, you will you doubt you. By all means, you will come back. Say amen. Right. So quickly, I'm sharing with you types of sin. And last week I said very important things to us. And we need to remember. That for every harvest, for everything God blesses you, part of it is a seed. Anything wow. God gives into your hands, part of it is a seed. So don't eat all of it. Say amen. Amen. Are you in church or go home? Learn. You know, do you remember the story? So who know a bit of the Bible? The story of the story of the people of Egypt. When the Bible said, I mean, Pharaoh had a dream. And Pharaoh said that uh, Jesus was interpreting the first said that I saw uh, seven fat cows. And then after that, I saw seven lean cows. And then Joseph came and said that the dream has a meaning. The fat cows are the times of plenty. I see the times of plenty coming. Yeah. Oh, you should have shouted a lot today. He said that the fat cows are seasoned seven years of plenty, seven years of abundance, seven years of great, great, great results. Many things are going to, things are going to work out for you. But he went on to say, the seven lean cows you saw are a sign of time of greediness uh, and time of famine. Wow. You see, sometimes I wish I could tell you that you are not going to, you are going to have only. Only blessing, blessing, blessing. But I must tell the truth that difficult times also come. Rich Bishop. I wish I can lie to you and tell you that you know how many challenges in life. I wish I can tell you that life is going to be easy and easy and easy. But I'll be a liar preacher if I told you that. I need to tell you the truth. Blessing is going to come, but challenges will also come. I know why you're quiet. Great result. I'm preaching to you. Great. Tell your neighbor, listen carefully. Am I talking to anyone here? Anybody who you see prospering and done well also has challenging times, difficult times. They come into everybody's life. But the problem, the difference between those who endure and those who don't survive is their preparation towards that time. Say, Bishop, say it again. Bishop, say it again. You see, that is the secret, the blessing of being prepared for the season of leanness, the season of farming, the season when things are not working well. If you have a shop, you know that there are times when people come and buy your bread. There are times that people come and buy the 
for your things from your shop. Solomon, am I right? So you have a shop, isn't it? You work somehow in a in is it the you do? Yeah, you know that you're tired. As you're towards the end of the month, you know people are not coming by. But somehow around the end of the month, people don't buy so much. So if you eat all your profits at the end of the month, within two weeks, when we are not coming to buy, you'll be broke. Oh, those who are not listening are not saying amen. Those who are listening are saying amen. I'm actually the truth. You see, so you got profits from your business because at the end of the month, people are coming to buy. So you're able to say, take and take it thousand naira. Please don't chop all of it now. Because by the middle of the month, they will not be coming as they come at the end. So save some. And prepare, keep it for the time when the people are coming. So that you will not say that you are not blessed. I'm not talking to anybody here. So Joseph said, Joseph said that, I'm sorry, is it Joseph? Yeah. He said that, listen, time of plenty will come for seven years. But after seven years, they're going to have time, time of leanness and times of famine. So Pharaoh said, what should we do? Joseph said, in the time of plenty, let's eat, let's have parties, let's have celebration, but let us also save some. Praise That's the problem with people, many people in Ibadan, many of the us that I've met, they know how to eat when they have it, and everything can finish. Sometimes we have big parties. Hey. And we don't think about this week. True or correct? It's correct. I'm telling somebody's number. People for an answer the call. When you get small money, you are Chicken Republic. You are the one at KFC. You are having a celebration. You forget that there is tomorrow. What a shock. It also in my in my country happens, especially my wife's cry. My wife comes from the capital of Ghana. They just cry. They know how to eat and celebrate. You see the poorest of the poor when they are having party. You think the richest of the rich. They can borrow to another my wife. I hope you heard about the other party. But they can go to have a party and then they can fast for the next week. What a shock. Are you saying you're going? I mean, I can see people in areas in the country, my wife's tribe. I'm shocked. You know, there are girls and those who are crying. They say they, they, they are generated from Nigeria. They are universal. So they come from universal. Look, I'm telling you. When they are having, let's say, naming ceremony of a baby, a little child, somebody that's outdoors, someone that's having it with the celebration, I see that they can, they can go to buy a car yes. and spend five days to pay for the car. They will block the road. They will go and hide PA system, music, sound, say on the mind. After that, after three days, what a show, what a show, what a show. I, I know why you guys are quiet. I know, I, I, you know what I'm saying. I'm not just thinking the truth. 
said, Bishop, please take me a picture. I speak in the truth now. And then when you are broke, you begin to envy your neighbor. But when you're having a party, your neighbor will save you. I'm not saying you don't have a party. But Joseph said, let's really enjoy the seven years abundance. Let's be happy. Let's dance. Let's joke. Let's have a party. Then let's remember that seven years of funding is also good. And when the seven years of family come, don't say that God didn't bless you. Don't say that. Because God bless you. But you chop all your blessing today for what about tomorrow. You chop all your blessings for today. What a shock. Nightclubs, one nightclub to another nightclub. You see, the particular son, the Bible says that when his father gave him all that he had, he was supposed to inherit. He brought them. He and his brother were two. The boy came and told his father, Daddy, give me the post of the inheritance due me because, you know, you hate your parents when your parents die. Am I right? But this man, the, the father wasn't dying. The boy has prayed, Lord, let my father die so I can inherit his property. The man wasn't dying. The boy prayed all the prayers you could pray, pray. The father wasn't dying. Then he got a courage and said, Daddy, I don't know whether you will die now or not. I've been waiting, I'm not dying. So can I have my post of inheritance now? What a shock. I don't want to you boy than a gun. Let me have my portion now. And the Bible says that the father called the two of them, not only that boy, the one who didn't ask, that the two of you can come. A man there in the, what's the name of the game? Michael, come. So, this is, you, you look like a very good son. So he comes to ask me, Daddy, give me my portion of inheritance. He, he didn't ask me, he asked. And the father, I would say, the father divided his living. All that the father had. He said, Okay, Amanda, you want your portion? I'm going to give to you, but he hasn't asked. It doesn't matter. I'll still give you. The boy, this one didn't ask. This one said, I'm patient. Patient enough to wait for the right time. But this guy said, I want it now. What a shock. What a shock. I don't know whether you're hearing me. I, I want to, so anyone who's on the phone, please look at me. Put your phone down and look at talking to you right there. Now the Bible says that. So the father said, you take this. Can I have the offering baskets? Offering baskets. So I'm dividing my inheritance. This is my inheritance. I worked hard. I worked for 40 years. This was all my savings. I have, I have $10,000. I divided the two. You want your portion, take $5,000. That's $10 about uh, how much? How many? Pardon? 2.5 million is also yours. You didn't ask me, but I give it to you. Now go. Go and sit down. You sit here. Now, yes, Mike has said Now, this boy, the political side, you know what he did? He started dancing, started dancing, started dancing. Dance, uh -huh. You see, the, the one who didn't ask, he went calmly back to his job, back to the farm, back to what he was doing. The one who wanted the body, he started dancing, keep dancing. He's like dancing. Because he has, he has forgotten that there's tomorrow. And so he said, Daddy, thank you very much. Then he didn't go back to work. He went to the back. 
Go, take your time. Dance on your way. Dance on your way. Come on. Yes, sir. I don't know the priest took Christ for my life. 
because one walked away and the other stayed. Wow. You are very good. The guarantee you and others that you, when God blesses you, you still stay with God. But so when God blesses they walk away from God. But let me tell you something food, bread, fish will get finished. But the giver will always be there. The leader will walk away from the one who blesses you. The Lord will come from the one who promoted and lifts you up. Say it, man. Amen. He's going to put my offering baskets now. Before you think it's yours. What a shock. But listen, Bible says he began to be in want. Why? Because everybody turns on what comes. But it depends that at a point, hey, I'm going to come back. At a point, this boy, the prodigal son, was not eating pig's food. Food that pigs eat. How bad can it be? How terrible can it be? That now you want peaceful and you and the peace are fighting over food. You'll never get to that level in Jesus' name. May God be made from every people in the area. In the name of Jesus, to go show you kindness and may God be sitting to you. Clap your hands for my companion. Amen. The poor began to be in want. And he got up and said, I'll go back to my father's house. What I'm saying to you, friends, this morning in this service, right here, right here, how the upper room, I'm telling you something. And you see, I Sundays, I want to take my time to teach you. Because I can lay my hands on you. But if the word doesn't dwell in you, the, the hand will not do anything. That is why I pray for you to listen attentively and let the word enter your heart and let the word enrich your life. Somebody shout in there. Too many people come to me and say, This should pray for me. And I tell them, If I cannot talk to you, I will not pray for you. If I cannot advise you, I cannot counsel you, I cannot correct you, then you don't deserve my prayer. Because my prayer backs my word. If you can, I cannot talk to you, I will not pray for you. You don't want to be advised. All you want to be blessed me and let me go. That's not how God's word God, God works. Somebody clap your hands for my Lord. I'm so glad that our church is full of young people, Erica, young people. I think it's full of people who have the futures ahead of them. Not many people here are about 50. Not many of you are about 40. There are so many young people here. Listen, you have the opportunity. Opportunity to hear the word of God. You have opportunity to be directed and to be straightened out so that you don't mess up your life. Amen. I'm preaching. You have opportunity. I'm here with you. I'm preaching to you here so that one day you never say that I have never heard it. You never said nobody told me that I should take my life seriously. Nobody told me to take God seriously. If nobody has to do that, I'm telling you, take God seriously and take your life seriously. Tell me, you understand? Nobody has told you, don't say, you never heard it. Everybody is on record to be recorded. Tell me, take your life, take God seriously, take your life seriously. Take it seriously. Don't mess up with your life. Don't mess up with people who are not going anywhere. Don't mess up with people who are just, I mean, do all sorts of things. Take God and take your life seriously. I'm telling you, 
Because no one could be like this. Joseph just told Pharaoh, Plenty of plenty, enjoy it, but it's no way going to be like this. Time of leanness, time of farming, time when things are not working so well will come. Last week, my happiness was telling us how the whole house got bent. Within a day, was the last week she was telling us everything? Last week, she was telling us how the Okay, everything they had, they have got bent in a day. From one day to the other, everything is gone. I'm telling you. You don't, you don't, you don't think that God was with her, God was with them. Go and ask Job. What happened to Job? Job knew that in spite of what God is still with me. But I'm saying that life has ups and downs. There's a God on the mountain and a God on the valley. There are valleys and there are mountains. Wow. They are preaching good. They are preaching. When the valley time comes, may you still hold on to your God. May you still hold on to your God. Son and Lenny, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Can Rogers, I will be preaching to you. Tiffany, are you in church? Yeah. yeah. Joseph said, yes of abundance, but yes of leanness will come. So say, Pharaoh, let people have parties, but let them say some of the call. Let them say, let them say some. Then keep some aside. Because when that time comes, this harvest that you have now can carry you through the years. Yes. When you have challenging times, the goal that you have served, the goal that you know, his grace, his way, his power must carry you through the seasons of leanness and seasons of famine. Wow, you are teaching good, Bishop. Amen. Amen. Do you know God? Do you know God? Do you have to with God? What is it that will go because God will save you? What is it that can keep you? What is this difficult? I said, I wish I could lie to you and tell you. You're never going to have difficult times. But I will be a false preacher. Mm. I'll be a false preacher to tell you you never have a challenging time. I can't lie to you. All I can tell you is that as you hold close to God, as you what carry and what we can is what what carry them through the years when when the fire got burnt, then they turn their back on God. Because they knew God well enough to know that this same God, this same God. In spite of the fact that we have lost everything, He can carry us. He can carry us. Amen. We may have to eat on the floor because we have lost everything. We may have to sit on the floor and sit on the floor because we lost everything. But we still have God and we still have life. Wow. If you know God, that's why I beg you, young man. You can go, stand up again. You can let us stand up again. You go, Ezekiel, uh, all of you, stand up again. All of you, stand up again. Listen, listen, listen. I know how old you are. So, if you are three times your age. Yeah. So you are three times your age. So, even if you don't listen to, you don't listen to anyone, take this as advice from a father. Take the what I'm speaking is that. God has sent a father to you 
to talk to you, to listen. To listen. To listen. I'm glad you've been coming to church for some time. I'm glad to see you all the time. But I'm telling you that it's nothing at all. Take it and God has said a father to you who has seen things, I've seen life, I've had experiences, I've had my ups and downs. And I'm telling you that you take God seriously. Hold on to God. Hold on to his word. Take good advice. Do what you have to do, promote it to keep going and serving God. So when those times of difficulty come, you'll still hold on. I would say, Job, in all that is something, he never curse God. He never cursed God. Yeah, preaching God. His wife even told him, curse God and die. Curse God and die. His friend told him, because of what you did, and he doesn't show your bones when they go through you. So when they go through a challenge, you told him, people will give you reasons and expect you what you go through. Even Jesus on the cross, when you're dying, they said, ah, he's going right. People will have their own explanation to what you're, what you're going through. But God said, Job, in all that he suffered, he never turned his back on God. He held on to the word of God. He kept on trusting. And then the time came when God started restoring. 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 Seven times for Job had. God restored it. Shall we then? Yeah. I see restoration coming to you. Yeah. I see restoration coming to you. Yeah. Are you seeing the church? Yeah. Sit down. We'll do the things. I'm preaching. Praise Sit down. Praise Sit down. Not at all. How many of you are? You have six hours. Oh, about here. About here. How many of you have been blessed by the word? I see the word of God. Wow. What a blessing. Sometimes I'm so surprised I preach so well. And then, oh, God. 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 Preach it like a house of fire. Mary! Let's serve God. Let's walk with God. Let's follow God. Shout amen. amen. Joseph said, seven years of waiting. Yeah. Seven years of famine. We will come. All of them, God has allowed us. If you prepare well, what is the years of family comes? The greater thanks you for the seven years. That will sustain you. Can I have any day? Will you be able to dance when things are not working out? Will you still be able to come to church on the day to to God? When you have challenges, when your seven years of being family comes, the seeds you sow, when they tell you get three more seeds and then you can to today. One seed you have to sow. Seed of prayer. Wow. Yeah. So say the seed of prayer. Oh, I didn't hear you shout the seed of prayer. Lord, prayer is a seed. Now, when you sow seeds, you reap at the right time. Harvest will come. But you see, when you sow the seed of prayer today, you are going to reap in the time of difficulty. The prayer that you pray today is for next year. Wow. Say, we shall say it again. We shall say it again. I'm saying that praise, some fastings, some times of waiting on God and praying and praying and praying. You are not praying for, you are praying for two years' time. God sees ahead and God sees the prayer as a seed of sowing. In two years, you may reap the harvest. Amen. 
Bible says, Blessed are the merciful. What is it chapter 5? Blessed are the merciful. For what will happen? They shall obtain mercy. Amen. So, if I show bright mercy today, if I'm merciful to bright today, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. There will be a time when you also need mercy. To preach, preach. Preach, preach. Oh, I'm preaching so well. I'm preaching like a house of fire. There will be a time, holiness, that you also need mercy. Blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. Look at it right there. Matthew chapter 5. Verse number 1. 7. Blessed are the merciful. Because everybody needs mercy. One day or the other. And they will come when you need mercy. Joshua. Tyro. And they will come when you need mercy. So when I show somebody mercy, it is, it is, I'm so deceived. Because one day I also need mercy. I can tell you about a man in the Bible. His name was David. David was pursued by Saul. Saul wanted to kill David. So full of man of the day, and they said, I only kill the kill the boy. Only kill the boy. David had not anything wrong. All he did was to kill Goliath. That was his problem. God now Saul was angry, pursuing him, ran after him. I mean, David was not putting sleep in his house. And Saul was also chasing David. Following David place to place, running everywhere, everywhere. He couldn't, I mean, and David was so afraid. And one day in the bush, David was hiding in the bush and saw his hand he came with a sword looking for David. I only killed David. And Saul ran and ran and ran and he was tired. Saul was tired. And he lay down in the grave and slept. Then David got up and he was David was walking with his few men. And they saw King Saul, who was looking for David to kill with a sword. His soul was asleep. And the sword was going to use to kill David was lying by the side. And David's men came and said, My, this is the day the Lord has made. David, you have been waiting all about. This is the day the Lord has made. Please, please, do, 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 do yourself good. Take the sword and kill David. Kill Saul. So they took the sword and said, David, have the sword. This sword wants to kill you. Take the sword, take the sword and kill you. And David said, me, I should touch Saul. I'll never touch him. I will never touch Saul. Because no matter what he is doing, he is still the Lord's identity. I will not touch him. I will never, never, I will never. You see, sometimes people who want you to kill your soul. Somebody who doesn't, you've got to give them up hand over a soul in your life. And God will see how you do that soul. Persephone told me when he was working somewhere, she used to be the, 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 the junior officer. But by, by the grace of hard work, he was promoted within a few years. He was now the head of those that he went to beat. So those who mistreated him, he's not their boss. 
Now, what would you handle yourself? The soul who wanted to kill you, that you are like Saul's boss. Sometimes God gives the upper hand over somebody to see how you will handle Saul. They say, Me, I want us. You are all looking at it. this boy is a big fool. You are a big fool. Kill Saul and end it. No, I won't do it. I won't prevent. I won't. Vengeance it belongs to God. Say amen. Vengeance belongs to God. I want to submit all to God. God knows how to do it. So David just walked away with a sword. And when the Jews tried to say, Kill Saul, look at your sword. What have I done? And this is a little boy. What have I done? And Saul was so ashamed. Little Saul died. And then David came. King. And I'm ending now. Now, when David became king, he also made a mistake. One day, he went for somebody's wife. One day, he organized for one of the generals to be killed. He, he, he did something disastrous. And all the people who were with David, when David met Saul, they were watching. You are wrong. And then they could have had a David, look at David. Look at what David and King has done. They had the power to kill David. But they have learned from him that you don't touch kings. Wow. Don't touch Saul. They saw what David did also. So we too will not touch David. Wow. If David had killed Saul that day, when David also made a mistake, they would have killed him. But they learned from David that mercy is mercy. Wow. <laughs> Are you still in church? Mercy means mercy. The mercy you show today, tomorrow, you also need mercy. Start your feet. Start your feet. Start your feet, please. I need you to stretch your feet. Lift your two hands up high. Everyone of you lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Wherever you are standing, this is a seed time and harvest. A year of seed time and harvest. Who can you show kindness to? Who can you show mercy to? Lift your two hands up high, every one of us. Everybody, please, young men, as back especially, lift your two hands up high. One person, Lord, talk to God, say, Lord, help me to be merciful. Help me to be prayerful. Speak to God for just two minutes, everybody. Speak to God. I'm going to show seeds of prayer. Seeds of mercy on the shoulder. I'm going to show seeds of mercy. Seeds of mercy, seed of mercy. Someone has offended you. Someone has hurt you. May you sow seeds of mercy. May you sow so seeds of mercy. May you not revenge. Leave it to God. Leave it to God. Kana kaba tosi mahata, shabaliri mahato kaliba, rebi toroki mahata ya, maliri tosi ni mahata, shibahatu lisa. Speak to God for a minute more. Everyone of us speak to God. Say, Lord, help me. Today, I'm going to sow seeds of mercy. 
Help me, help me 
to follow you. Help me to walk with you the rest of my days. From today, my life belongs to me. From today, I promise to serve you and to follow you the rest of my life. I will take you seriously. I will take my life seriously. Dear Lord Jesus, I promise, I promise, I promise to save you the rest of my life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. You may be seated. Are you blessed this morning? I feel blessed preaching, I tell you. Amen. Our continuing this week. <laughs>